Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. We believe that stories are magic. So when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth. So Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? <coughs> Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This splashy tale, Story Club members, might make you stay out of the ocean forever. It's one I call Stillness in the Water. The shark fin doesn't knife through the water until an hour after I'm adrift. The sun set hours ago, and the moon now dwells high and bright. The sea remains calm and cold, except for that fin. It cuts the water about 40 feet from me. The shark, for the moment, doesn't slice in my direction. Don't panic, I think. If you panic, you're dead. Sharks can sense fear and agitation. He'll turn, hit you, and clamp you in his powerful razor-sharp jaws if you freak out. No, Christy. Don't panic, I tell myself. But thinking about panicking makes my heart race even more. Ugh, relax, relax, relax. Go with the flow. Literally. This isn't how today was supposed to turn out, with me alone, lost at sea, with a shark circling me, and perhaps sizing me up for dinner. Filet de Christi. No. It started when my parents and I decided to go on a sunset cruise. Down at Florida's new Smyrna Beach for a week on vacation, we were shopping, snorkeling, eating out, with me scarfing down all kinds of seafood. And now it's starting to look like my turn to be the seafood. Ugh. Mom thought it would be a thrill for us to go sightseeing along the coast. There were just four of us on the boat, this little dodgy 45-foot jobber. The captain of the boat seemed a little shifty and weird. All the other boats in the marina were rented, so that limited our choice. We took Captain Shifty and his trashy boat out. My parents insisted that I wear a life vest, and I protested. They won. The captain had this ugly orange life vest in the hold of his boat that smelled a little too much of mildew for my comfort. Then, an hour or so into our tour, right as the sun set, everything went wrong. Mom developed this killer headache, a migraine. They attack her sometimes, and she has special medication for them. Unfortunately, she left her pills back at the hotel room. 
Then the engine conked out. We couldn't return to shore. After my dad started screaming at the captain, telling him he wanted a full refund, the captain said he'd fix it. So he disappeared down in the hold of the boat, trying to repair the motor. My mom laid down on the bed, my dad next to her, trying to massage her temples. The funny thing is, I didn't even want to come on this stupid three-hour cruise. Really, I was fine back at the hotel with a large supreme pizza and pay-per-view. It had been a long, tiring day already, and I just wanted to crash and enjoy hours of bad romantic comedies on TV. So, with mom and dad out of the picture, and our captain trying to fix his lame boat, I was on my own. While mom tried to relax, I was making too much noise, according to dad, though I don't know how she could rest her aching head with the captain running the power generator, which sounded suspiciously like a roaring lawnmower engine. On my tablet, I played some video games, but after 15 minutes, the battery died. I'd forgotten to charge it up and didn't bring the charger along, or I could have plugged it into the generator. So I ventured to the bow of the boat to look around. The open sea air made the stench of the life vest more bearable. Then, leaning over the railing, peering down at the dark water, I suddenly tumbled off and splashed down into the water. With the life vest on, I bobbed up and down like a boy. Now I'm glad I wore the smelly thing. So I started screaming for someone to help, but I guess nobody on board could hear me with that loud generator running. The sides of the boat were too high and slick for me to reach out and grab them. Worst of all, that's when the boat started up. And so I swam for it as hard as I could, kicking my legs and fighting the tug of the life jacket. It's like I was learning to swim back at my town swimming pool all over again. Guess they still thought I was aboard. Then I screamed, screamed, screamed until my throat hurt, and I went hoarse. The boat grew smaller, shrinking into the distance until it disappeared. When would they discover that I wasn't on the boat? Not until they reached shore? What if the engine conks out again before they do? Can they radio for help? Oh man, now I'm starring in my own reality TV episode on Shark Week. On some of those programs, I'd heard if a shark swims too close, you can reach out and jab it in the eye with your fist, or punch it on the nose or in the gills, all the most sensitive areas of a shark. But who's going to stick their hand out to smack a shark? You might pull back a bloody stump. And I don't want to pound the water, thrash around, or yell at it either, as that can sometimes scare a shark away, sure. Or it can sometimes excite a shark. Who said you don't learn anything from watching TV? From here, I can see the lights of the distant shore. It must be miles away. How many miles? Ugh, who cares, it's too far. Does it even matter at this point? I'm lost and nobody knows it. My teeth start to chatter. I'm cold and I'm tired of kicking. If it weren't for this orange vest keeping me above the water, I'd have drowned a long time ago. The moon lies lower in the sky than before. It's darker now, too. The lights of shore aren't visible anymore. Have they gone out? Did I drift so far from shore that I'm now in the open water? Am I out in the middle of the Atlantic, drifting toward the Bahamas? A fin cuts straight for me like the gigantic tip of a butcher's knife. It dives below. Oh no, this is where the shark comes under me and bites off my ankles. I prepare to strike the attacking shark. It's lame and pointless, but I don't want to die this way. I'm not going to die this way. The shark is nowhere to be seen. It's vanished. 
That makes me even more scared than seeing the fin. Where are you? I scream at it. Where are you? Something knocks me out of the water, three or four feet into the air. A 21-foot tiger shark. Then I feel the pressure crushing me, the lower half of my body in the jaws of a giant shark, its black, lifeless eyes peering at me in the moonlight as I slide down into its gullet as it's crushing me, blood and... (gasps) I awaken myself with a scream. (laughs) Wow, I must have fallen asleep while bobbing around in the ocean. How long have I been out here? The sky is gray... The sun is rising in the east, like a small spark catching fire. Nothing's changed. I'm still cold and tired, but at least I don't see that tiger shark fin. After that horrible dream, I try to pull my legs up closer to my body. But it makes me tip over in the water. My head goes under again, a slap of cold, salty water in my face. Ugh! If I wasn't awake before, I sure am now. All I can think about is all the other people back in the hotel waking up. They're probably starting their daily routine, taking showers, maybe going out to breakfast or ordering up some room service. They probably have the TV on, a morning show blabbing away. Man, I wish I could get back to the world of the living. It's funny how you take all that for granted until you don't have it. I'd gladly do the most boring thing ever with my parents today, like endless shopping or visiting with their friends. The thought of all that makes me warm inside for a moment, with the hope of a possible rescue. But then it fades, and I feel more alone and isolated than ever. What happened to my parents? Did they get back to shore with that weird and shady captain? Did they realize I was gone, girl overboard, and send out a search and rescue team? Nobody in the entire world knows where I am right now. Nobody. It's like the rest of the world doesn't exist. It's just a big ball of water and I'm trapped in the middle of it, my teeth chattering and my legs aching. Huh. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life, Christy. Enjoy it. A few hours later, as the sun rises, I hear the sound of something mechanical. A motor. Man-made. That means people, and people mean rescue. I scan the horizon in all directions. Nothing but steel-gray water as far as I can see. No boat anywhere. But then I see it, far off in the distance, growing bigger. It's a helicopter, a chattering orange and white Coast Guard chopper. It's thumping low in the air like a colorful dragonfly buzzing across the lawn on a hot summer day, searching for me. Waving one free arm, I holler, wave and whistle. It's hard to do when I'm so cold and my vocal cords aren't performing, but I fight against it anyway. The helicopter, despite my best attention-getting efforts, doesn't seem to see me. It continues searching on in the distance. My voice is hoarse at this point, and I now feel more spent than ever. A girl could drown before she's ever rescued. How ironic would that be, huh? Seattle girl drowns minutes before helicopter rescue. I can just see the front page headline in our local newspaper now. Unfortunately, It looks like my efforts have attracted the wrong attention. A shark fin cuts through the water not more than 20 feet from me now. Is it the same shark as before? That stalking tiger shark? I can't tell. And does it really matter? I try to remain perfectly still in the water, hoping the aqua monster will think I'm a giant piece of driftwood and be off. 
but it isn't fooled. It's swimming right up to me now. I scream and panic, pounding the water as the tiger shark brushes right past me. The wake it makes bobs me in the water like a floaty, and my skin burns suddenly. In the water, I feel warmth. Blood. The shark's rough skin must have brushed up against mine and cut me. Blood in the water. Sharks love blood in the water. It drives them absolutely bonkers. Then the blotchy fin wheels around. I'd scream, but my voice cracks. This isn't a dream anymore. This is a grim reality. Then I can see the chopper. It may have spotted me as it approaches. The tiger shark slashes toward me from the other direction. Which one will reach me first? One is life, and the other, death. Which will greet me in the next 60 seconds? Ugh, remind me to never fall off a boat and get in a fishy situation like poor Christy. Have you checked out the new shows from Go Kid Go yet? Head over to GoKidGo.com to see everything new our network is releasing. And I highly recommend the Upside Down story, beloved listeners. I'm personally hooked on it. Solving mysteries is almost as much fun as following monsters. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Ivy's Chilling Tales. Because every story club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.